tell me I have more work to do? No, no, no. I'm telling you I want to help <laughs> you do it because I think it'd be cool to see how that works. We should we should update our intro countdown for those people who watch uh, on YouTube. We should do it on movies only in this year. Ooh. You should have it only be scenes from the room. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that... That could be something. Maybe just for one episode. That would be... And then instead of our logo, mm. just put a spoon. Yeah, tiny pot, Lisa. <laughs> we'll just make an alternate one. Yeah. Oh, we're going. Yeah, we're, we've been going. Yeah, I know. I'm glad you noticed. I just lean into your guys' annoying shenanigans of not so letting glad. me actually kick You make off. me so happy. We try to hold you off as long as possible. <laughs> well, we we've been going it. a while this time. It's... It's been over a minute. Anyway, how's everybody doing? Welcome back to another episode <laughs> of What the Fanboy. I didn't say the catchphrase, what's up, fanboys and fangirls, so I feel like I should. What's Failure. up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome back. Nice. My name's Luke, and this is Mr. Tyler. Am I Mr. Tyler? I don't know. You don't say the catchphrase. I don't even know where I'm at. It's just where Tyler this week. Normal Tyler. Where are we at? Your basement. Oh, hey. Oh, just... the beautiful Brett Eitzen. What's up? To my right, as always. Yeah, we're hanging out in the studio. In the cave. The cave. That is not as cold as normal. In the back cave. Well, the, we're getting into the fall season, so the AC's not blasting anymore. It'll be nice in here for a couple weeks. And, and then, then it'll be too hot. <laughs> it'll be hot. Yep. <laughs> Inevitably. That's the nature a, of... It's a terrible time of year. A studio. Luke, you got those tickets yet? Nope. So, so Luke is anxiously <laughs> awaiting buying tickets to Star Wars. But there's um, no IMAX tickets available on Regal's website. Yeah, so they're available now for like 2D showings. Who, who on works Thursday. at Regal? Is it Leroy? No, it's uh, Battle Rifle. Battle Rifle. Battle Rifle. <laughs> Talk to your boss now. I don't know if you're in the chat or not, but call him immediately. Be like, think... why are IMAX tickets not available on the Regal website yet? <laughs> Hopefully, it's not just our location, hopefully, it's everywhere. I'm going to be pissed if it's just Wichita. Right? Get your act together, Wichita. That would be awesome. Wait, wait. We should just put the put it on. No. You leave now. Drive over to the Warren and be like, hey, <laughs> I need my tickets. Should I, got I stand a podcast outside of the jukebox playing the Star Wars theme? <laughs> what is this guy doing? Who want my tickets? Yes. Wearing a Star Wars shirt, too. <laughs> no, I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt and a Rebel fighter helmet. How about? Like, there you go. There you go. Like that guy? Yeah, yeah. Like Robbie Fox. This has been a good intro this week, guys. This has been a good intro. I think it's kind of been okay, I guess. Okay. No, so it's, it's been, been okay. It's been fun. What have you done this week, Luke? Uh, nothing. Skip me. I didn't do anything that I won't review. So, I'm done. I watched Watchmen. Quickest review ever. Should we make a note about... Let's do programming note on on Watchmen. Is we want to have... Like kind of like we did with um, the end of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Um, we're gonna have a separate, like little spoiler little mini discussion series. episode mm-hmm. based around. And we're not sure if we'll do it every episode or like every two episodes. Yeah. But anyway, here's my review of the pilot of Watchmen. In case you're curious. Yes, I am. Holy freaking cow! Really freaking good. That's it. <laughs> I approve. That's a that's a solid review. <laughs> Might get that one published. Also, cows. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. I understood that reference. I get that reference. Anyway, next person. I'm done. I guess I'll go because I did a lot this week. I'm so glad someone did. Um, so 
First thing I did, Plants vs. Zombies, Battle for Neighborville came out on Friday. That's I right. picked that up, played for a few hours. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot harder now. They've kind of overwatched slash splatooned it, oh. which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you get in and out of games quick. There's a lot to do in the open world. One of the coolest things they did, um, and this is the last thing I'll say about it, they put a, like, there's hubs for mm-hmm. the zombies and there's hubs for the plants. They put a place in the middle of the map between the two hubs where you can just go down there and kill each other. <laughs> and I just think that's so cool. Like, it's it's a seamless, right. like, you just enter into this PvP field and you start killing each other. Yeah. I was like, that's kind of cool. There's no objective. There's no reason for it. You just go do it. <laughs> Less enticing than the Dark Zone and Division, but just as fun. Yeah, just way <laughs> more fun than the Dark Zone. The Dark <laughs> yeah, Zone. Maybe there's, no, there's nothing to lose. Yeah, the Dark Zone's scary. But yeah, no, it was really cool. Because um, it's dark? No, it's usually not dark. I would bring a nightlight. That's fine, but it's usually not dark. It's usually pretty bright in there because there's a lot of like military lighting and stuff. Oh. But no. Imagine it, if you kill a power of that place. I would it then it would actually be a dark zone. That's right. Two but no, nights. tons of fun. I'm really enjoying it. Can't wait to play more. Uh, I watched episodes four, five, and six of Titans on DC Universe, um, and all four, all three of those episodes are really good. I'm very happy with how it's been going. The show seems to have kind of found its its groove, and it's just kind of rolling in the right direction. Um, I also watched Watchmen. Um, it's all I've been thinking about. Who watches The Watchmen? Luke and Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> we watched. We watched. Um, it, it's all I can think about today. I My review of it is on my Twitter. It's literally just three thumbs up. I wanted to do two, but then I was like, no, I actually have two. I need another one. <laughs> so That's I what I texted Brett. I didn't, I didn't even see your tweet. Really? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, in the group today. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Nope, I yep, tweeted that last night. Really liked it. Um, but because of that, I also started reading Doomsday Clock on DC Universe. It's the sequel-ish kind of thing to do, to Watchmen. Yeah. It's like a, it's an incorporation. Sequel. Yeah. Um, read the first issue. That's pretty good. Also started reading Kingdom Come. Uh, that's kind of one I've been circling for a long time. Finally picked it up. I got it for like 10 bucks. I started that one. Nice. Hoping, hoping to finish that before Christ's on Infinite Earth so I can understand what Brandon Routh is supposed to be doing in all of this. Um, so we'll see how that goes. And then I watched Zombieland 2, which we'll talk about later. Yep. Yes, I did yeah. watch it. Um, yeah, I didn't do a whole lot either this week. Um, Zombieland. We, Stephanie and I rewatched uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Nice. It's a good movie. It it's is. Just, it's just fun. Um, and then... Like I said last week, I brought a new game from Apple Arcade to review. Oh, boy. What? So, if you missed last week's episode, I got the free trial. You should all, if you have an iOS device and that supports Apple Arcade, that excludes Luke because he's on a grandfather device. Oh, is it on uh, the computer as well? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. I didn't even know you could play those on your... Some, some of them. On your Mac. Oh, I neat. didn't see what the golf, but... What the Golf, yeah. was What the Golf is what I reviewed last week. Big thumbs up. This week, I review, I'm review. i going to review, or I played a game called Assemble. Um, Are you an Avenger? No. Were you a Lego? No. Mm-hmm. Were you a Bionicle? No. Were you a Playmobil? Oh, that, talk about Blasphemy Pass. Bionicle, man. Those were lit. Those were lit. Did you guys play the, the, the computer game? 
No. Uh, yeah, the little like the itty bitty. It was discs. like point and click. Uh, I remember getting the playing something. I don't remember if it was point and click. Mine was point. It was point and click, and it was back in the days of dial-up internet. Yeah, of course. Which I feel like a lot of kids, if they're listening, they have no idea really what that's like. <laughs> Me and my brother would play it, and it would take hours for the next screen to load. Sometimes. So would you click and then come back like an hour later? Yeah. That's awesome. Sometimes we didn't know if it would ever come up, and sometimes it didn't. <laughs> nice. Man, those were the days. Whew, can are you imagine playing Call of Duty on that? Whoa. Are you a Lincoln Log? No. Uh, are so you it's, Connects? It's, it's full title, sorry. Are you I, a, maybe, I was, are you I a was, Mega Blocks? Oh my gosh, no! They've successfully old-manded me already. This is great. Um, it's called Assemble with Care. Are you a model car? And you are, it's, it's a narrative are you an story. <laughs> it's a narrative story following, uh, this like adventure of a girl who goes to Italy, I think on like vacation. And it kind of plays like a book, honestly. Uh, it's so, like there's chapters. There's like a bunch of like 13 chapters. Can confirm books do have chapters. <laughs> and so you that's a camera you play so it's a very like see it kind of look, even looks like a book there's narration i have it muted um but like there's it's a story and then at the end of each chapter you get to fix this thing right so this is a camera and you bring it over here and then maybe you take the you gotta figure out what's wrong with it well there's a screw there and so you can take the screwdriver kind of unscrew it and then <laughs> it's a very therapeutic game. It's not no, very action. No. Um, it's by us two, us two Games, who also did the Monument Valley games. So very, like, kind of still in that same style of um, simple uh, polygon uh, visuals. But I, I think it's pretty, it's pretty neat. And again, I don't know if I'd pay... Five bucks for it or whatever, but when it's free, it's worth it in a free trial. Yeah, not enough games I think focus on story these days, and this one has a neat little narrative that goes along. So with does it. the story tell you what might be wrong with the camera? Yes. Okay. Yep. I bet there's Lincoln logs in that. It's not terribly. You them it's later. not terribly complicated. Um, like, granted, I'm still. That was only chapter five. Was the camera? Yeah, you're not very far. I'm not very far into it, but like, like the first one was. Like a cassette tape, you had to fix the cassette tape. And the second re- one you was you had to rewind it, didn't you? Yeah, you did. Yeah. You did rewind it, and well, you had to take it all apart, replace the batteries, and that's kind of cool. It's it is. It looks it's like, unique. It, it looks good, like visually. Yeah, yeah. It looks really smooth and looks like it operates well. Yep. But I probably would never play it. The personally. thing I love about us two games is that they're one of the few companies that I've seen like really embrace mobile games, not as just like crash cash grab microtransaction mm-hmm. sink all your time into type of thing like they really care about using the the medium to do something interesting with the story and the gameplay so that's pretty neat yeah all right luke you can wake up again fall, got, fell asleep over there got those tickets yet <laughs> regal Come on! <laughs> I don't want a 2D or 3D showing. I want IMAX. 
This is garbage. I think that's our fastest ever weekly recap. Now we're going to go through our fastest news segment ever. My gosh, guys. There was not a lot of news this week. I have some stuff. There was some. No, no, not that there wasn't any. Um, Go ahead and lead us off, Tyler. So there is a trailer that came out. Oh, should we talk about talk trailers? Today. Um, Right? Today? Last night? This morning? Yeah. I don't know. 24 hours. It's another movie with Vin Diesel in it. (laughs) And it is called Bloodshot. And now I believe that this movie is the hopeful to kick off the Valiant film universe. I don't think it'll happen. (laughs) Although I do think Valiant has some really interesting characters that could build into a film universe. That doesn't necessarily need to all be connected. Um, But this trailer... What did you guys think of it? I've actually read some Bloodshot comics, so I'm curious to hear what you guys thought. I thought it it just reminded me of Venom, so I hated it. <laughs> um, I have a very... I... I always feel like Vin Diesel is a better actor than he is. And I don't know how many times I'm going to keep giving him pass. <laughs> But, like, this one doesn't, like, really get me excited, though, for it. Like, I don't know. Like, he plays some great characters when he's given great material. And maybe he just hasn't been given great material recently. Last Witch Hunter, man. (sighs) I don't know. Tyler, you're the more the expert. I have have no idea. Expert is a very loose term. Okay. That is not true. You have slightly more information on on, uh, (laughs) Bloodshot than I do. So... I actually choose to not call this a trailer. Okay. I would call this a condensed film. Uh, Everything that is interesting about Bloodshot is in this trailer. Literally everything. They tell you who the villain is. They tell you his powers. They tell you about his fabricated memories. They tell you literally everything that makes the comics interesting, except for the thing where he actually has to eat. Hmm. Which is a part of the comic. It's kind of interesting. But... It, I don't know. It was dumb. It was a dumb trailer. The coolest part about the trailer is the little five-second thing to get away from ads that they showed you. Shot in the face. Yeah, yeah, you get shot in the face. He's like, boy. And like, shoots the guy. I was like, ah, that's kind of cool. And the nanite stuff looks cool. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, whatever. I'll watch it just so we can talk about it on here. That was so, good. Yeah. Could be fun. It could be better it than Venom. Could be. Listen, lots of things <laughs> could be better than Venom. That's true. Yeah. Most things are better than Venom. Velvet Buzzsaw. No. <laughs> if you had to watch one of those Venom. two movies ten times in Venom. a row. I'd watch Venom ten times in a row. Wow. Velvet Dude. <laughs> I'm, yeah, all right. I'm glad you and I kind of liked that one a little bit. Yeah. It. It's not great, but it's... <laughs> it's not that bad. I don't think it's as bad as Luke's making it out to be. God, I hate that movie so much. Um. What do you need? Another trailer that came out. Oh, um, Angels over in the chat. What up, Angel? Hey, hey, you guys go check out Angel's drawing of the Joker. Yeah, I sent that to you. It's, it's, it's over on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, it's yeah. on his Instagram. It's dope. You should check it out. Sorry. Um, another trailer that came out was for a new HBO series, and it's called The Outsider. Mm, Stephen King. Bateman. I think? Stephen King book. Looks super good. Looks kind of creepy. Super intriguing. Thought it looked really cool. I kind of know what happens in the book, and like it makes me really want to watch that show, because, and especially because Jason Bateman's in it. Mm-hmm. But um, I do want to read that book. I've kind of been circling it for a while, but Stephen King kind of 
hurt my feelings last time I tried to read one of his books. <laughs> so. Um, so guys, games these days, they all have got to have Halloween events. Mm-hmm. Is and a symbol having a Halloween event? A symbol this mask. A symbol this candy. I don't think so. Put the chocolate in the wrapper. <laughs> and give it to the... Ch- no, if you're unwrapping... If you're wrapping up chocolate, don't give it to children. Take the chocolate. Only hand Put out. the razor blade in it. Pre... No! We- <laughs> <laughs> Quick, punch him, Tyler. <laughs> Is that not a thing anymore? <laughs> Ouch! I hate um, Halloween. You no, hate so, Halloween? Yeah. So, of course, the game that Luke and I play the most right now, Destiny 2, is getting its Halloween event started here pretty soon. But some other ones that I didn't know were having Halloween events are having Halloween events. So I thought, thought like, if you enjoyed these games, there's maybe a reason to go back and play them here this month. Um, Borderlands 3, getting a Halloween event. How quickly people have moved on. Battle, Battlefront 2 has, mm-hmm. like, a, yeah, like a Nightmare Ewok... <laughs> basically there's one ewok and a bunch of stormtroopers and when you oh. get killed by an ewok you become an ewok and you just whittle down all right time to reinstall <laughs> battlefront too. i totally forgot i played the friday the 13th game oh yeah was it good no oh um, okay well oh well we'll move on from that yeah sorry. um and then the last one that i that i found just on my quick but obviously there's like uh apex or whatever yeah but hitman 2 is also getting a uh, <laughs> dude that Halloween game event, that so. game is the gift that keeps on giving there's some funny videos from that the one i sent you of the freaking suitcase <laughs> the suitcase did i send that to you hilarious. too i've seen it i don't know if you oh, man it's so it to me. good and, um plants vs zombies battle for neighborville has one too so Definitely. if you if you have enjoyed some games that are a little more like live service games and you maybe you've stepped away from them for whatever reason. Go check it out. See if it's got an event. It might draw you back in, and you can have some more good times. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of opportunity for that in games as a service. Yes. What's next? Any more trailers? Did we miss any? I'm sure I interrupted that. There's probably some. There's always other ones. I saw the trailer for Parasite this week. Oh yes. Have you seen that? Mm hmm. That looks weird. Yeah. I hope it comes here. I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard the movie's super good. Dude, watch the trailer and you'll be like... Yeah, I think I'll just go blind. <laughs> I watched the trailer and it ended and I was like, what is this? <laughs> like, I, yeah, I don't know. That It's a weird trailer. I did not... I'll, I'll try and go in blind. I did not gather here. anything from it. Like, it <laughs> ended and I was like, I don't... Just like I am right now, like, I, was like, I don't know what that's supposed mm-hmm. to be. So it's intriguing. I want to see it. Maybe that's the point. Uh, we had more casting for the Batman and other news. We did. That. We did. Oh. So our boy Jonah Hill wouldn't stop asking for ten mil. So <laughs> WC, WB pieced him out. And they said bye. And almost like twenty seconds later, they cast. I know. Um, they cast the Riddler, and it's going to be Paul Dano. I am very excited about this pick. This is so, like ten thousand billion quadrillion times better than Jonah Hill. I think. I don't. I've Jonah Hill's a good actor. I don't know. I that's. I mean, I'd still I'm be excited. Exaggerating for, a bit. I sure, think, sure. But I haven't seen this guy in anything. But like based on just his looks alone, I was like, yeah, this works for me. I'm okay with this. The best thing I've heard so far is this looks like a dude who Batman would just want to punch in the face. 
<laughs> that's kind of what you need to be there for. Yeah. Yeah. So great. Also, like what I've seen him in is um, he's in Prisoners. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's I did see a super, clip from. He's super weird and creepy in that, and he's got like long hair and glasses and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I saw a clip from that. that and I was like, good, man. this dude's weird looking. So I'm pumped for that. And then also, um, Matt Reeves proposed to yes. Michael Giacchino to score the Batman. <laughs> Have you seen that video? I haven't. Oh, it's so that good. That sounds hilarious. We're going to watch it after the episode, guys. It's so funny. So one of the actors that they've worked with in the past was on the stage with them, mm-hmm. but he was dressed up as Godzilla. <laughs> I don't really know why. I don't understand the situation, but he was standing there and he had a microphone. So like Godzilla has a microphone. <laughs> Michael has a Logic, microphone and Matt Reeves has a microphone. They're all just talking. And I was like, what is going on? They're talking. He goes, ah. <laughs> and then like all of a sudden, Matt Reeves is like expressing his love to Michael <laughs> and then gets down on a knee and proposes to, like he's proposing. And he's like, will you score the Batman? <laughs> it's like, what? This is at like a live show. So like, there's like a live audience and you're just like, what is happening? This is awesome. And of course, it's really funny. The crowd gets into it. It was cool. You should watch it. Nice. Sorry, I had to. I love it. It made me laugh a lot when I watched it. No, that that makes me excited. I I like me too his work. I love his War for the Planet of the Apes score. Yeah, so good. So in other Batman news, esque, a uh, lot of reporting that Jared Leto is out as the Joker. Your hand sounded really gross. <laughs> just <laughs> Luke, is, um, Luke is very excited. I. I kind of talked to Luke about this at dinner tonight. It's that's fine. Like I don't care, whatever. But I do think there is a scenario where Jared Leto could have been a good Joker. Oh, absolutely. I just don't think he was given one given a chance based on the look of his character, and two, like the script for his character wasn't very good. Honestly, I feel like all the decisions that they made and he made with his own Joker. Yeah. It was all of them were wrong. <laughs> it was definitely it was one of the those best decision things. they made for Jared Leto's Joker was casting Margot Robbie as his girlfriend Harley Quinn. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I like Leto as an actor. I do too. I think um, he's good. I he did some weird stuff with Joker. You know what I mean? You know what I And I'm not sure how much of that is a blame on him or blame on producers and, and directors. directors and stuff like that. Either way, I'm, I'm not I'm not terribly bummed. <laughs> no, me either. Um I think we we live in a world where we can have two jokers, but some seeing, people live in a world where there's three as as DC is moving more into a less cohesive cinematic universe i think it's fine just to let everyone go their own ways and if there is an actor and a character that really work well together keep them around we don't people don't care like all in all people won't care that it's like oh this is a new superman but it's still it's you know Mm -hmm. it's still henry cavill 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 the witcher whatever it's all the same yeah Ooh, your pumpkin's dying yeah, we gotta get that fixed. Just throw it away. Luke brought it. La- Luke brought it last week. I forgot right? about it. Oh, don't throw it away. <laughs> what are the news we got? Are you out of stories? 
I'm just I just have the, the there's two games coming out this week that I want to remind everyone of. Mm. What games? Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah, I'll that's have the, that one. That's the big one, like the big one. Everyone in the world be getting that one. Ah, uh, not not Luke. Well, okay, not everyone. Not you either, probably. Probably not. Yeah. Um, you guys can come over and play. At least not we're... until I beat the other game, which is Outer, Outer Worlds. Worlds. Yeah. Uh, I'll get that one on a sale. Yeah. So that's that one. Those two are coming out on Thursday. I don't know if Call of Duty has a pre-order. Yeah. Get it's, it early type yep, thing. Nine o'clock. Of course. <laughs> so yeah, somebody's got to play Call of Duty on this podcast. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Not that I wouldn't, anyways. Enjoy but. some gaming this week. There's some good games coming out. Mm-hmm. There is. So it's it's that time of year, until March. Um, man, just totally stole my thunder. This this is a uh, kind of applicable to a trailer that's supposed to come out later tonight. The Mandalorian episode dates were revealed. Did you guys Ooh, see that? No. The opening week will have two episodes, and then every week after that will be one. I thought that was kind of cool. They're like, hey, here's this first episode, and you're probably going to love it, so we're going to give you the second one right away, and then we're going to make you wait a week the rest of the way. And Taika Waititi directed the finale. Oh. That was the news circling The Mandalorian. Dope. Kind of cool. I'm excited about it. I really liked the trailer that they put Mm. out. I'm super excited to know if that dude got cut in half by that door. Dude, I hope he did. It's going to be awesome. Um, More casting uh, for The Matrix 4. Uh, Jessica Henwick, who is calling Wing in Iron Fist, the best part of that show, um, has been cast. And then also Neil Patrick Harris. That was a weird one to me when I saw that. It kind of was kind of like, oh, Neil Neil Patrick? Okay, yeah, Yeah. like that's cool. (laughs) Like at first I was like, oh, what? But he's good. He's a good actor. Mm -hmm. So I think he'll be good. And then also I think Jada Pinkett Smith might be coming back. Really? Yeah. I don't remember her character's name. But I think she's in negotiations to possibly come back as well. Okay. I'm okay with those. You got anything else? I'm out of news now. Uh, Naomi Harris. I had to play Shriek in Venom 2. Who cares? <laughs> uh, Deadpool 3 reportedly staying R-rated with Marvel. Good. Awesome. Good choice. Good, good. That is a good choice. I, I saw a thing like that was announced or whatever, and then they were like, do you want Deadpool to be PG-13? No. No, I do not. And I don't need Captain America to show up either. Yep. Just let him be Deadpool. <laughs> That's what makes it awesome. And I can't wait for him to make Mickey Mouse jokes. Yeah. So that's all I have, I think. Um, well, I've got one more thing. Uh, Kevin Feige. Oh, yeah, that's that's kind of important. Uh, uh, Kevin Feige got a, got a promotion. That happened like right... Was that like, like Tuesday. That was like Tuesday yeah. last week. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Too long ago. He is now the... Overlord of Disney. <laughs> no, Marvel. Disney. Marvel. Disney. He's working on Star Wars now too. It's Disney. No, he's the tr- chief creative officer over at Marvel. Marvel. So he's in charge of the movies, the TV shows, the video games, the comics, anything Marvel related. He controls story. He, he has story control. How do you guys feel about that? I'll tell you how I feel about it. I don't like it. I uh, I think it's well deserved. Oh yeah. But know what I'm gonna say? I was playing Destiny um, this week with Joel Allen, mm-hmm. and we were talking about this. And I think he gave an awesome analogy. Um, so this is from hot Joel take Allen. from Joel. 
He compared it to like when you have a football team and you have a really good defensive coordinator. And then eventually, like, the head coach gets fired, and so your really good defensive coordinator takes over. But you know what? They're better as a defensive coordinator, Mm. not a head coach. That's fair. That's good. So I guess, yes, it's well-deserved, but at the same time, I'm like, is this too much? Are they going to be trying to connect comics, movies, and TV shows too much? That's where I worry. I have my reservations. But I'm, I'm, I'll wait till I guess more of it starts coming out before I'll really probably react. I just, my concern, in, reservation is probably a better word, is that like, and I know it won't be like, I'm not saying it's going to be just like the movies, but like, I love how the movies are connected. I think it's cool. I don't want the comic books to feel that exact same way. You know what I mean? Like have that same kind of Brett talks about it sometimes. And you talk about it when we, when you watched far from home, you're Mm -hmm. like MCU here, MCU there. Like, I don't want the comics to kind of turn into that too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I imagine the MCU will be its own earth in their multiverse and all this stuff. But like, I don't know. I just hope it all stays separate enough that I don't feel like it's all connected all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'd say that's really my only fear. Um, I'll throw another analogy with, Something like in in the business world, which is like when Tim Cook took over as Apple's CEO when Steve Jobs died. Like he had been at that company for a long time as the chief operations officer. Like the things he had done, Tim Cook had done to make Apple the powerhouse it was is very evident. And he definitely deserved that job of CEO. Mm -hmm. Um, But he's not the same kind of leader in the CEO role. And anytime you have someone going from one position to over something more, you just have to, you really have to make sure that you're still putting in the right people below you and, and giving them the, the authority to make certain decisions and creatively or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, like, Feige's one of those guys who does seem to be... He does a good job of surrounding himself with really talented people. And he hasn't... I don't know if he's had even a real strike yet, in my opinion. Like, you know, baseball analogy. Sorry. (laughs) So many analogies. So, yeah. No, I'm, I'm very excited. I think that... It's more evidence to me that he's definitely not going over to Star Wars. He'll get to produce his one Star Wars movie, and that will be it. That's like his bucket list item. Yeah, and I'm and I'm okay with that. Um, and I would agree. As what if it just floors everyone and it's super super good? Then what? He can just well, go. They're to gonna write, have to have some tough conversations. He can do some Star Wars <laughs> comics like Marvel does. He can write those instead. Yeah. Yeah, as long as it, as long as not all media dilutes down into this looks like MCU. Yeah, I'm okay. Okay, everything needs to have their their place. Congrats, Kevin Feige. We know you're but listening. Yeah, congrats, it's pretty <laughs> awesome. Wish I could be making those. How many figures do you think he's making? Seven figures, <laughs> at least. How many? What's the limit on figures? <laughs> 
I don't know. That's what he's making. <laughs> Whatever the, the top, Whatever's just the out of AT&T's number. reach to bring him in. Yeah. <laughs> That's how much he's making. Oh, any more news stories? Nope. I okay. think I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. Then let's, let's hop over to our review this week. Zombieland. Um, we had a sequel 10 years in the... Well, not 10 years in the making. Ten just 10 years, years later. Making. Uh, come out this week, Zombieland Double Tap. I was gonna say it was probably like eight months in the making. Yeah. Oh yeah. But... No, this this was this was definitely like a super short <laughs> Zombieland, whatever the name for nine. Tap After is. nine, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, what did you guys? What did you guys think? Luke and I saw it together. I saw it Saturday. Tyler saw it earlier than yeah. us. It was the only day I could make it work. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Um. I thought it was good. I had a lot of fun. I laughed a lot. It was exactly, I'm going to steal what you said. It was exactly what I wanted it to be. <laughs> like, it was exactly what I expected it to be, too. Like, I didn't, I didn't expect it to, like, be bad. I, I was like, this will be fun, and I'll laugh a lot. And that's what Zombieland is to me. So, I enjoyed it. Yeah. For me, it wasn't just, like, what I wanted it to be. It was what it needed to be. It was good enough. <laughs> Good enough. Like at its, I'd say it's worst, but it was better than that too. Like yes. it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and I will, I will definitely, I'm excited for the next one. That will inevitably in, in the happen. next ten years. Yeah, it'll be seven <laughs> months in the making. Ten years from now. Yeah, no, I, you know, it's got that like, it's a little more of the same, but in a good way, because I think. I think a lot of people expect that, especially after 10 years, a, uh, a sequel has to do something new. Right. Like, it didn't. Feel, they didn't feel like they needed to reinvent the wheel, and they, which and was they nice. don't. Yeah. They don't need to reinvent the wheel. They just need to give their characters new hilarious scenarios, and I think that's what they did. Let's be real. What they needed to do was to put Woody Harrelson in the room and tell everybody <laughs> else to just do... Something off of what he is Riff doing. Riff off of Woody. And, and we will make a movie out of this. And they're like, all right. Okay. Um, again, we were, there's not terribly much to spoil, but we'll stay out of spoilers. Angel was concerned about spoilers. So Is there stuff? Yeah. There's, there, there are a few things. Um, I thought all the, just like with Zombieland, there's some cameos. I thought the cameos yeah. were all great. Fantastic. Yeah, the cameos were awesome. Um, I really enjoyed the new characters that they <laughs> yeah. added. Yeah, so there's there's a couple cameos, and then there's like two characters who are like new, yeah, who are with the group. Specifically, the majority of the time. Madison. Madison's great. Yeah. I I'm surprised a, I liked her. As it's much a character as I did. that's, <laughs> that's hilarious, very dude. often written super poorly, and she just ends up. That kind of character just becomes really annoying. It it works, and it works so like, well. With it this worked, group. right. I think it. What makes it work is the way um, Wichita kind of feeds off of her. I mm-hmm. think that's what makes it work for me. Yeah, is because like the sarcasm is just too much. It's so funny. Uh, they do do kind of a classic um, sequel thing with. Uh, romance, yeah. my one of my least favorite it's, tropes. It's probably my it. only con of the movie. Um, that said, it does open some really funny interactions later <laughs> it on. Does. But it's like, come on, it's been ten years. Like, 
and we're just not like it going to this. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, they do it in TV shows and sequels all the time, and I get so sick of it. But yeah. at least it was funny. So artificial tension <laughs> needed. Something. It's the easiest way. Yeah. Yeah. To to make it work. So. But yeah. No, I thought the the jokes were all still good. Um. I thought it was cool with the stylized like words on the screen. Yeah, they really too. leaned into that. I thought that was really that. fun. Mm-hmm. And it was cool like seeing the character like characters are kind of aware of the rules popping up. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, <laughs> I thought that was cool. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's a little more. It's even a little more meta than yeah. the previous one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's learned. I, it's learned from Deadpool. You kind of talked about like Emma Stone riffing off Madison's character. I can't remember the actress's name. So we douche. Dutch, I don't know. Anyway, um, I thought just the main cast, like they're there most of the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. their chemistry together is so good. Yeah. They've got really good chemistry. They look like a team that's been together for ten years. Yeah, and it, it's so awesome. They're so, they're so funny, man. I just every time I see movies like this, I always think like, what's it like to like because of the layoff? Like, what's it like to come back to that role? Yeah. You know what I mean? Feels like they're just like, oh yeah, it's time for the sequel, and we're just doing the same thing yeah. again. Like here we go. No, Jesse like, Eisenberg hasn't hasn't played a different kind of character in those ten years. So <laughs> well, he also <laughs> it's hasn't really aged easy for him. He also hasn't That's aged true. in those ten years. He does look exactly the same. Yeah, he looks no different. Yeah, and it's so weird to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if this would be getting into spoiler territory or not. But do you guys have like a favorite scene or anything? Dead space. Yes, probably. I have a favorite joke. Is it a spoiler? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. No, I don't know. I think my favorite joke is the van. The van, the is, van, the van stuff is great. Is so good. The van was <laughs> so funny. My favorite van. The my favorite. Sorry, my favorite van joke is like the samurai one when he's like walking oh, up yeah, to me. Yeah. Like, samurais had to <laughs> commit. <laughs> had to commit honorary. Yeah. <laughs> honorary suicide. <laughs> like it just made me laugh so much how defeated he was walking up to it. He also. No, he also. My favorite joke with the van was my mom and it's bad. My two. My two. My two. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I, he didn't. He didn't paint the three on it either, did he? No, no, he, oh, yeah. he would not <laughs> he give that man that. that pleasure. No, no. <laughs> oh man, that was awesome. This. So my favorite scene is the action scene. Yes, at, at yes. the at the place, the middle that's with the people, the second act action scene. Yes, <laughs> yes. Incredibly I guess there well is, made. There is an action scene at the end as well, but yes. yeah, I think the middle action scene is is really well done. It plays into the comedy strengths of the one that after the bridge group. when they're looking down before they or no the, the, the one at the motel. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The uh, one cut. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Good. I like. It's something you don't expect to be in a movie like that. Like it's a really low budget R-rated right. comedy mm-hmm. zombie movie it's like oh but we're gonna throw in this really nice camera work for you real quick like yep. oh nice job like, <laughs> who made this oh the director of Venom <laughs> no, I blame that on the writers and this was the writers of Deadpool so I trust them a lot more there we go um one other I don't, it's hard to say a con maybe a missed opportunity I've... it's it's only it's only 
played on a couple times is the new zombie. Like, at the beginning of the movie, the first mm-hmm. thing you learn about is how, like, they've all kind of acclimated to zombie land and yada, yeah. yada, yada. Z-land. But then there's this, there's the new zombie. <laughs> and... It's getting dangerous out there. It's basically just a plot device to uh, give our characters a little more danger. Yeah. <laughs> but they, put, they had some nice jokes mm-hmm. based off of them, so... yeah. It's hard. T2! To... <laughs> awesome, a visa, baby. <laughs> um, what are you guys' any other thoughts before we give our recommendations? There is a great joke that comes back to Zombieland 1. And it's kind of like a, a joke outside of the movie. I was kind of telling Luke about this earlier. So. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even catch it at all. Yeah, so. So. so for backstory, when they were filming Zombieland 1, they had to suspend production for a day because Woody Harrelson got arrested for possession of marijuana on the way to set. Surprising to know. Um, and so there's a line in the movie where Little Rock is like, yeah, I just smoked a lot of weed or something. And he goes, ah, oh, you're a chip off the old block. And like, it just, it made me laugh so hard no, knowing that because yeah. he's, make, he's making a joke about himself. And I just thought it was so funny. Yeah. Also, my one last thing, Woody Harrelson is by far the funniest person in this movie in my opinion i thought it was so good. i think he's the anchor he's so good um i don't know his kind of humor worked for me his kind of humor and his like strange foster dad yeah <laughs> yeah it's one of those like i think zombie zombie land proper is more centered around the like the it's Jesse, Eisen- it's Jesse Eisenberg's other. story, yeah. and then like, and this one I think it's more Woody Harrelson's story, mm-hmm. and Jesse Eisenberg and uh, Emma Stone are like coming along for the ride and mm-hmm. and inputting onto that, and I think it works great. Yeah. Um, Good last shit. thing I have: post credit scene, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. It's good. I love it's the really in- good. It's good. So make sure you stay for the credits. I love the yeah. introduction into it as well. Yes. <laughs> so awesome. The, the post post credit scene. I don't know if you need to oh, stay yeah, for that. Yeah. I mean, you'll be walking down the stairs at that point, maybe. So if you like us and listening to the music and reading the credits and yeah. chatting, but I, know I always look to bail. see if there's any weird names. <laughs> one I saw on this one was Jason Inman. Oh. It wasn't him, because then later down it was Jason Inman the second, and I was like, <laughs> "He's a kid." Sounds like nepotism. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, what are our ratings? I give it a fanboy worthy. Obviously, if you like the first one, this you're gonna like this one. It's yeah. almost the same. Um, it's almost as funny. Obviously, the first one is. I think it's funnier because it's the first one that's it's hard to compete with a yeah yeah. always hard to beat the original runaway runaway hit like that I think I mean if you're if you hadn't seen the first one and you haven't seen the zombie land and you like zombie movies and first of all you should be watching both of these but like it's it's a fun fall October Halloween movie too so I'm I'm gonna dawn of the dead this thing (laughs) (laughs) a lot of good references Uh, I get a fanboy worthy as well I again, if you like the first one, you're gonna love this one. Uh, maybe not love, but you'll like it a lot. Um, it's a good comedy in general. You I will think. at least 
enjoy yourself yeah at oh, the yeah. least I, I think it's just a good comedy like if you like comedy movies yeah it's probably for you you're you're gonna laugh mm-hmm. and you're gonna see some action surprisingly good action scenes i think there's a couple in this one mm-hmm. two in particular mm-hmm. but uh it's it's good i enjoyed it i'd see it again yeah uh i'll give it a fanboy worthy as well um, I don't think it does. Divisive. It doesn't do anything to really stand above its predecessor, but I don't think it has to um, because it's so far removed from the original. Mm-hmm. It's like what we really wanted, what most people really wanted, I think, was to just have a little bit more of that same kind of skit humor mm-hmm. wrapped in a little bit of a flashy zombie movie. And yep. it does that really well. It does. I agree. I'm glad I went and saw it. Me too. We don't have to fight tonight, guys. Yeah, we can still fight. <laughs> I hated the movie. It's garbage. Worse than Velvet Buzzsaw. <laughs> I'm going to have to go do a lot of editing for everything I said before this, but no. <laughs> oh, well, all right. So go hey, see... Go see Zombieland. Go see Zombieland. Guys. What? It is halftime. But we're going to talk about Star Wars later. By the time we finish or try new things... It will definitely be on YouTube. Yes. I was just giving you guys an update. <sighs> okay. Maybe yeah, that well, means IMAX tickets at Regal Cinemas will finally be available. I just refreshed, refreshed and they weren't. Should we do our Chinese things now? I'm just going to call them after the show. I'm taking over. We're trying. Oh, no. I already hit. I already hit. No. Did you just end the show? No. What are you doing? Brett, what are you doing? I'm takeover time. He said he's taking over. Jimmy You're does. taking that. What, what, actually, I don't know what he did. Just hit a it button. Says, there we go. Things Try now. new things. I can read it. I can't. Can you There's read it? I can't read it. But what no, I can, are we I doing, can guys? We're losing our minds. Nobody hey, knows what some, we're doing. Some guy named LZ Raps said he likes your shirt. Donuts, 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 baby. Also, what's up, Logan? How's Canada? Canada. 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 Say hi to Deadpool. Does Ryan Reynolds actually live in Canada still? No. No. His name is Van City Reynolds. So I'm sure he probably <laughs> goes home often. <laughs> Just a thought. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Okay. Anyways, if Try you guys aren't familiar with trying new things, it's where we each give each other something new to we do. We give each other TNT. Um, this this Dynamite. time it was our theme was based around real life events. I just yeah. I try and power through it. I don't yep. know. <laughs> Luke and I had Chipotle tonight, so we're feeling energetic. I can tell. Yeah. All those. I was going to say beans, but I didn't get any. I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> the beans are nasty. <laughs> They're like soup. <laughs> and if, and if and okay. the, the bean try is new dry, and what the outside is like, it's just a bunch of water. Yeah, so try new things. Uh, we all, like Brett was very few moments ago trying to explain, we based it on <laughs> things that were based on real events. So we assigned each other movies in that realm. Uh, I assigned Brett Rocket Man. Rocket Man. I love Rocket Man, so I am excited to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed it half as much as I did. I think I did. Should I go now? Yeah, go ahead. Yes, so I very much enjoyed this movie. Um, yes. It's not like super top 10, but I don't think it has to be. Most musicals aren't for me. Musicals I enjoy. One or two musicals a year. I can't sit down and just watch a back-to-back-to-back musicals. So you didn't like Lion King. <laughs> Lion King. And you liked Rocket Man. Oh, 
Williams. Lion King, Lion King is not a musical. It's close, though. It's on Broadway. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> um, yeah, so Taron Edgerton is... Like, really, really good in this. Like, Tyler was talking before the show about how, you know, he could be a kind of a sleeper nominee for Best Actor. And I totally agree. I think that had this movie come out now in award season, his name would probably be up there Mm -hmm. at the top of the list. Um, That said, it came out in, what, like March? I think it was February. February, March. March. A lot of floaty things. Just near the beginning of the year. Um, But I think the musical numbers are implemented great. Um, I really like the story. Uh, I think for the majority of it, I kind of felt like this is pretty standard stuff, and I didn't really feel the weight of what it was trying to get across. But there's a moment at the very end, which I don't know if I should... I don't think... Everybody knows who Elton John is. I think you're okay. Well, so the whole whole movie, he's trying to... boil almost any movie down to like what is the question the the protagonist has to ask is asking himself and it's who am i and the entire movie all of elton john's life growing up he was always trying to please other people whether it was his father or his mother um his his uh, producer record label um and just really struggled with self-identification and then finally the movie actually starts with this, and then it kind of goes back and tells his life story, but it's it's him accepting that he needs he needs help and he needs to help himself. He needs that to realize that it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks about you; it matters what you think about you. And so, early on in the movie, there's a scene where he, as a young boy, asks his dad, "You know, Daddy, when are you going to give me a hug?" And his dad just like straight up rejects him and i was like dad (laughs) (sighs) it just makes me furious but then he during the final musical number at the very end of it he's he has this moment where he sees his younger self and his younger self is like you know uh what why are you doing this to me because it's about the whole movie's about him uh not uh Reg, reginald or reggie dwight is his real name mm-hmm. going from reggie dwight to elton becoming elton john and him as elton talking to young reggie is like i'm not that person anymore and reggie then asked that question again you know when are you gonna hug me and like immediately Elton kneels down and gives his younger self a hug, and it's just that beautiful like manifestation of understanding that we do need love, and we can, to a certain degree, give that to ourselves. We can allow ourselves to love ourselves, and 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 that's gonna help us with that healing process if we're broken. So, oh, really good. Bryce Dallas Howard, I thought was really good. She was. She's like. Oh, like I couldn't even tell it was her. At I kind of like, I kind of like, I kind of like her, but like you can tell she's just maybe, maybe it's just because she's been in a bad marriage, and then by the end you're like, oh, f you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and it's her performance is very subtle, but I really really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, she did a lot with what she was, the little she was given. Yeah, I thought, the I guy who it. plays his, uh, his song, his writer, his writer, also so good, and he has a great little bit at the end as well mm-hmm. that really 
ties that like relationships matter back together. Yep. So I really need to watch it. You do. I've man. had it in the in the voodoo for a while now. <laughs> you do. You should watch it tonight. Um <laughs> again because it because it's rated R, I don't know if I can give it a booyah. I that said, Just it's a pretty light R, honestly. It's it's Just swearing it. and some like some light, drug use and some light light, nudity. light drug use and light sexual stuff, but like not like full nudity or anything. So like I'll give it a I'll give it a light a uh, a low booyah. Wow, you <laughs> rated it higher than me. Ooh, you suck, Tyler. I know. That's uh, awesome. I, it's a it's one of those uh, movies that I think it has a really good message about taking care of yourself, and that's something people need to hear. Good. I feel really good about my assignment when I. <laughs> Victory. <sighs> okay. Well, then I guess I'm next. I gave Luke in the heart of the sea. Which is the based on the true story that inspired uh, the this novel Moby Dick. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a, it is it a is, true story. People, yes, it is also like it is the story that inspired Moby Dick, but it's based off the same book, same title, In the yeah. Heart of the Sea by don't remember his name, uh, Phil Brick something, Philip Warbrick something like that. Don't remember. Um, I should probably write that down or something. <laughs> not giving any credit. Uh, yeah, I I watched this. I actually watched it like last Tuesday, so I watched it real quick. Yeah, you you watched it real fast. I watched week. mine on Tuesday <laughs> last week too. Um, yeah, I didn't like it very much. Yeah. <laughs> Luke and I had this conversation on Saturday, so um, I, I knew this was coming. And it's for kind of two reasons. One being more critical, mm-hmm. um, a more valid critique, and one not, which is more personal. Um, the valid critique being there is not enough time you can tell in a, in air quotations, blockbuster movie to tell this story. Yeah. Um, I think it was, shoot, how long is it? It's like maybe two hours yep. long. Two hours and two minutes. minutes. It's just over. It's just two hours long. Yeah. Sorry, that's that's not gonna work. There's too many things they left out in this story that I know about. I know a lot about this story. Um, and that's probably and that you, that's probably unique for you. Yeah. For most audience, like I when I watch this movie, I had no idea mm-hmm. other than having a memory of reading Moby Dick as a middle schooler, high schooler, right? <laughs> like. Jeez, I didn't know we were sitting next to a genius. That's, <laughs> it was like standard curriculum. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't read that one. I don't know if I was reading at that age yet. <laughs> I guess I'm just the dumb one. <laughs> uh, um, but so kind of how I thought about the amount of content they had to put in these two hours was this is a two-hour movie that feels like three but it needs to be four or more hours long. Yeah. Oof. And so, like, my suggestion for telling the story is it needs to be, like, maybe a five or six episode limited series, and then you're done. Because, I mean, there's just a lot of stuff that they left out, and stuff they changed that just makes me go, why? 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 <laughs> um... Chris Chris Hemsworth character in this, he is the hero in this 
movie. Mm-hmm. Nope. But not in real life. Not in real life. This story honestly doesn't have any heroes, but <laughs> everything kind of happens because of Chris Hemsworth's character. Um, he had opportunities to attack the whale, and he didn't, um, to at least make it go off. Mm-hmm. And then that's the whole reason the kind of the ship goes down. Um, Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers, the I'm... ship gets sunk in like five <laughs> seconds. Um, that sperm whale attack scene, though, is super fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It was really well done. Um, water is splashing everywhere and everybody's screaming and the whale looks really cool. Um, and kind of scary, actually. Sperm whales look, I think they look really cool. Um also, kind of, I don't know, maybe my favorite part of the movie was the makeup and the prosthetics and costumes they have, like, towards the end. Because mm-hmm. they, they get stranded, and they're stuck in the middle of the ocean, so they're not eating. And they just look so skinny and nasty. Oh, and they've got, yeah. They're like their skin their falling hair. off. And... Yeah, and it looks good looks good like kind of i remember like in our deadpool 2 review you talked about like how like wade wilson's skin and how he's getting sick and like like they sell it really mm-hmm. well with his makeup like it's kind of like that it's just like yeah they look like they've been out there for a while like it looked really good um so one of the things i didn't like it's boring <laughs> <laughs> slow burn um the pacing is bad they it's they really move through it quick and so you don't get a lot of the information and it's something that i think should not be an action movie it should be a kind of a drama horror type vibe, mm. and they just kind of throw that out of the window. Like, it's just like we're in a boat. Maybe we should resort to cannibalism. Eh? <laughs> like, um, Gillian Murphy's in it, and he's wasted. Um, kind of back with the pacing. They always cut away to Herman Melville interviewing a character who survives and is it just interrupts the story um i, I forgot about that i did not you're right those, that does happen those worst um and then yeah just like the stuff that they change like um owen or chris hemsworth character being the hero uh, giving the captain pollard a real backseat i felt like and making mm. him like look like a bad guy was just not the way to go like this this is a film that film cinema um this is a movie that doesn't need a a villain yeah time is the enemy um the ocean is the enemy right um it just it kind of goes back and thing like it doesn't go far enough um getting details that i know wrong that lots of people would not care about so like yeah um but yeah it it I think it needs more time to explore all those things. I would love, I love your idea of if it were like an HBO oh. five or six part miniseries. Mm-hmm. I think that would be, that could be so cool. Cause like some really interesting details that aren't in there. Um, they stop at an Island and they're like trying to get stuff. There's a dude who deserts there. Mm-hmm. Um, they also, they get a bunch of turtles for the boat and they burn down the Island. Not a movie. Um, the cannibal stuff is in there, but I feel like it's just in there. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of 
feels like it's like oh yeah that's what they do it's it's pg-13 yeah down they need to, they need to up that they need to make you go no don't do that um the stuff with pollard's cousin being in there it's barely mentioned mm-hmm. when in fact like he promised his his family's like i will bring this kid home and he eats him instead um and his best friend shot him I need to read like the Some true account of this. <laughs> so I, if if this sounds interesting to you, where I heard about it is I think I've mentioned it a couple times. There's a podcast I listen to. It's called Do Go On, hmm? and they give little reports about stuff. All sorts. of This stuff. is this is where I heard about it. And I was like, what the heck? Like this stuff can't be true. <laughs> so I like started looking stuff up about it. Um, it's called Do Go On. I don't remember what episode it's called. I think it was in it was in January of this year, towards the beginning of the year. Um, but it's super good, and also do go on is super funny. But yeah, what would you rate it? I would give it. If I would have gone and seen theaters, I would have given it a straight to streaming. There, this this might be for some people. It's not for you because it's it. People could have fun watching it. Um. It, it's got Chris Hemsworth. Tom Holland is in it. He's forgettable. Um, Killian Murphy, whatever his name is, Murphy. Scarecrow's in it. <laughs> He's wasted. The acting isn't bad. There's a very frustrating green filter over the whole movie that I hate. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, you literally see a sunset, and it's it's green. It's like, the sun is not green. <laughs> I've seen the sun enough about the sun <laughs> apparently bone marrow tastes very sweet but and yeah. it's time to move on now yeah. that luke's talking about cannibalism <laughs> <laughs> oh detail that really annoyed me the whale does not follow them around and in the movie it does like they're being pursued by this giant whale it's like <laughs> <laughs> Like, I feel like most people could guess that that's not true. Everything else would be like, oh, man, I wonder if that's real. But, like, the whale's, like, pursuing them. It's like, no, bro. That whale had a, a bounty on this their head. This 85-foot whale's chasing us. Um, it is it's a really crazy story, though, and I really encourage people to at least look up the story. So if you're if you're wanting to go to the Do Go On and listen to it, it's really – they are hilarious. I've listened to it, uh, them as well. Um, it's episode 170. 170. The Essex, the Essex and the Real Life Moby Dick. Yes. I will so I highly it. recommend listening to that. Like, they just, so much happens, and you're just like, there's no way this is real. Yeah. And these guys literally get put through so much. It's It's really horrific. It's a terrible tragedy, and it's gross. Yep. Beware of cannibalism. <laughs> they talk a lot about it. Yeah, it's the main part of the story. What? Another critique, real quick. The, the 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 whale attack happens like maybe over halfway through. I was like, no, 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 thank you. That's that should be the start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is your first act. Holy um, crap! This is happening. Yeah. Scene. Like that's what should kick off your story. Yeah, even if that's. Like mm-hmm. at the end of Act One, mm-hmm. not yeah, yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm sorry. Yours was not very enjoyable. 
I apologize. I, I failed no, at weird. my mission of giving you something enjoyable to it's, try. I'm, I'm, oh, that's hey, okay. Here's I'm the glad deal. I, I'm glad I watched it still to, trying to new know things, how accurate it was. Trying new things, whether you like them or not, is important. That's very true. Indeed. That's very true. And so. it's one that I don't know if I would have gone back and watched. You probably would have never watched it anyways. Yeah. So I'm, you know. I'm, I'm glad you gave it to me. Now so. you know you don't like it. <laughs> anyways, what did you give Tyler? So That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> He wasn't ever. He wasn't go. ever gonna give it. Get there by himself. Listen, all I really want to do is complain about Venom and Devil <laughs> And now in the heart of the sea. No, that movie is an Oscar winner compared to Venom. <laughs> um, so I gave Tyler one of my favorite sports movies. Um, it stars Taron Egerton, and also directed by Dexter Fletcher, who directed Rocket Man, which I think is really cool. Um, same producer, being Matthew Vaughn. Um, it's a really incredible story. It's called Eddie the Eagle. It's about a ski jumper. It's and about a kid who wants to be an Olympian. Yeah. And who ends up being a ski jumper. Yeah. Because it's the only way he's getting to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Because he finds out they don't have a team, and he's like, I'll be the team. <laughs> and I uh, I hated this movie. Not, <laughs> not really. Uh, this is probably my number two favorite sports movie now oh um, wow wow holy crap i wasn't I, expecting that i loved it i thought it was incredible i watched it with dana um and we both like cried tears of happiness during it like it, it's seriously so good um and, and i think it raises the question when do we classify an actor as a method actor like when when can we say that because i think taron egerton is is dangerously close to being that with these two movies with rocket man and eddie the eagle um because taron egerton's a pretty like familiar looking guy but like when i watch rocket man when i watch eddie the eagle i don't see taron egerton you know what i mean yeah that's not who i see and i think he does such a good job of becoming these characters that you're just like man i just watch elton john sing for two hours or I just watched Eddie ski jump for two hours. Like, yeah, it's seriously like this movie was incredible. Hugh Jackman is fantastic in it. He's a great spell to Taron Egerton's like cheerful, hopeful. I'm gonna do this guy, and then you have Hugh Jackman's like, dude, don't do it. You're gonna blow it. This is stupid. Why would you do this? Mm-hmm. And like, the thing I got is from this movie is like, if you want something, go get it. And if somebody's trying to drag you down, bring them with you. That's what I got from this movie. And I thought it was so powerful and so well done. It, Like I said, it, it made me cry. Like, And I didn't expect to cry. But it didn't make me cry of like happiness or like sadness. It, like, it made me cry. I was like, man, like that's that's powerful. Like mm-hmm. People are going to doubt you. Just bring them with you. Make them believe it. And that's what he does. And I just thought it was so cool. Um, it's hilarious. I laughed a ton. He hits the 15-foot <laughs> the jump. Huh. I think I'm ready for the 40. <laughs> and like, I just died laughing. But and so, like, yeah, wait, I'm sorry. I don't want to, yeah. No, but, but then he does the 40 and it's just a complete disaster. <laughs> and like, the movie goes on and he finally lands the 40. <laughs> and then he looks at the next one and he's like, I think I'm ready for the big one. And I'm like, what? Like, dude, you almost died. He has this. Like, strange confidence that nobody else has. Yeah, and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. There's no basis for his confidence whatsoever. Like, mm-hmm. there's no reason he should be as confident as, mm-hmm. he, ha- as he is. And, man, it's just so good. 
Um, I really, really do like Hugh Jackman's character in this as well. I like the way, like I said, he kind of is the opposite. Like, he is the spell to Eddie's, like, super positive, I can do anything. He's the guy who's beat down. He's failed. He's an alcoholic. He has all these problems. He has no one who loves him. Like, and he just, he finds that in Eddie's positivity. And, like, that's just, it's... What is the word? It's addicting. Like to see how how happy he made everybody, um, and you know, like after watching this movie, I went back and I I read up on the actual story, um, and man, people love this guy. He seriously was incredible. Mm-hmm. Seriously, like he he captivated the world. Yeah, and it's such a cool. It's the story you never expect to love, right? Like mm-hmm. it's the loser that everybody ended up really finding joy in. And I just think that's so cool. It's something that doesn't get told enough. Um, and, you know, I, there's a documentary called The The Greatest Losers. I'm sure he's probably mentioned in it. Is that the ne- Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Okay. Um, but, like, I'm sure he's in it, right? I mean, he's he was terrible. But yeah. he did just enough to get into his the Olympics. Ja- his jumps are half yeah. of... Everybody Levels else. Above, the next level above him. Yep. Yeah. And like, there's a really good scene where he meets the best jumper in the world. <sighs> he meets him at the beginning and the dude's a total douche. And then at the end, they're in the elevator riding up because he decides to do the 90. Amazing. Oh, you can do the 90. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that scene's a little different. Yeah. That, that one's a little more like, that there's scene stakes was like, here. Oh. It's intense. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after seeing what happened earlier in the movie. But like, mm-hmm. they're in the elevator on the ride up. And the best jumper in the world in 88, I believe, was the year. Yes. Yeah. Is in the, in the elevator with him. And he's telling him, he's like, you and me, we're, we're different. And Eddie's like, why do you say that? <laughs> like, he just kind of like, he, you can tell he thinks it's like him being mean. But he doesn't want to just say, yeah, you're a douche. But it turns out like the guy's like complimenting him. Like, yeah. people don't understand how passionate we are about this. People don't understand how like us being great isn't defined by what they see it's what we do and i was just like man that is so good and it's kind of like rocket man like it's it's okay if you do your best and you can love yourself no matter what the outcome is i just thought that was so powerful but yeah it's probably my second favorite sports movie only to remember the titans and that's my favorite movie ever so wow i i seriously loved it there's a reason it's not back here tonight <laughs> he's stealing i want to watch it again before i give it back to you because mm-hmm. i really enjoyed it it's a booyah it's, I, it's in the voodoo also so okay well I'll in give case it i see you, it, i guess it breaks or something but. yeah it, it's a booyah like i i couldn't give it anything else the only con i would have is some of the cgi is kind of goofy yeah. looking but but i don't it, care about it's that. kind of understandable too because you can't have a ski jumper be like hey can you crash this yeah, yeah. Like, hey can you like almost die yeah oh okay cool thanks like, <laughs> no like it yeah, it's you look right past it. Yeah, and they show like real footage of people crashing. You're like, yeah. oh, they're dead. Yeah, oh yeah, they're dead. Some of those crashes are so bad. Mm. And there's some pretty cool um, like actors in it that are in other things. Like there's a guy from Doctor Strange in it. There's a guy from a couple other movies, and they're not like super popular, but they're good. Christopher Walken and Christopher shows Walken up. scene. I actually really like that scene though. Like Hugh Jackman finally gets his moment to feel like, you know what, I did do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And again, he's the guy who everybody is beating down on, and he's kind of like a failure, yeah. although he was still like one of the best ever. Also loved that it was the year of 
cool runnings. Yep. They have so. the same year. was the year of the losers, I guess. Yeah. Like, it's kind of a weird thing that those would happen the same year, but both two incredible stories about people coming in last. Mm-hmm. And did you see there's like a, I think there's a clip in the credits where it's like them two together. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's Eddie with the bobsled guys or something. I don't know if, it, maybe it I wasn't in the credits, it. but it, it, there's pictures of them two like together. That's awesome. And then they show like from the closing ceremonies when like they mention him flying and stuff like that. I was like, man, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Like he lived an incredible story that people still talk about, I'm sure today. Mm-hmm. Obviously we are now, mm-hmm. but um, if you have not seen Eddie the Eagle, I highly recommend it. I I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. It's fantastic. It hits you in all the right places. The two scenes that I get emotional <clears throat> in it, well, I'll say three. I don't get the first one, really. It's the beginning with the the fun 80s. Oh, dude, the soundtrack four. is incredible, too. And, like, he's, he, he, he holds his breath, and he's like, I'm going to... Hold my breath in the Olympics and get the gold. And his mom's like, "Okay, here's your box." He's yeah, like, I'm going to the Olympics. I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> so cute." Well, I think I think we all resonate with that, right? Because we're all that kid. Yeah, at, and at some point, like I love that mom. Yeah, she's like, great. So fully supportive of her kid, and the dad is complete douche. Like the opposite. Taron um, Egerton, why do you pick these movies? <laughs> good agent, I guess. Yeah, keep picking them. <laughs> um, and then also. It might be my favorite scene in the movie. Um, Hugh Jackman lands the drunk 90-meter jump. And they go into the training room. And he's just talking to Eddie about ski jumping. And, like, and how like he explaining un- it. And, like, Eddie's like, like yeah, he's learning. He's doing <laughs> stuff. And Hugh Jackman just starts talking about, like, how much he loves this sport. Yeah. And kind of starts training him, like, the basis of every jump is what? Takeoff. Good. Very, very good. <laughs> very good. It's like immediately impressed by him. Yeah. But like when they're laying on those balls, he's like up, back, yep. or down. I'm just like, man, what is happening to me? <laughs> I'm kind of getting sad. It's a movie that like hits you in weird places. Like you don't think it would. Yeah. Um, another moment I think that kind of got me too is, and I don't care if I spoil this, the story is true. You've seen it. Um, the dad at the end in the airport he unzips his jacket and he, mm. it says I'm his dad and you're like that's yeah. awesome you can win like you can win over anybody mm-hmm. it's kind of the other one for me is the press conference that he calls yeah where he's like I'm sorry if I've offended anybody but I'm not trying to be a joke yeah. I've just been told no a lot and I want to prove all of you wrong I'm doing a 90 jump so and then it's just like see ya boom boom <laughs> gonna die <laughs> <laughs> and i love that like right after that hugh jackman shows up yeah and that's just so cool no it's please watch this movie if you haven't seriously like anybody just watch it it is it's booyah i agree with you yeah it's so good it's yeah. probably I would say like Kingsman moves down on my Taron Egerton list consider- oh, considerably to yeah. these these two movies, Eddie the Eagle and Rocket Man. So, yeah, booyah all the way. I'll watch it again before I give it back. Well, to you got two praise from all of us. I know, yeah. <laughs> and hey, this might be a booyah for somebody. I'm sure it is. It's a beautiful film for someone. Cindy <laughs> Perlman. From the New York Times Syndicate thinks it's a beautiful film. Okay, well, I'm not reading her Rotten Tomatoes reviews. 
But no, it's that's a good turnout though. Two booyahs and a straight to streaming. A high straight to streaming, like almost into Matthew McConaughey. It wasn't awful, like by any means at all. I need to stress that. <laughs> you didn't hate it. I did not hate it. It's just like, ugh. It's one of those okay. that, again, I think you take a little bit of a, of a swing when you have anything that's based on true Absolutely. events. And if you know... If you know that story, you're gonna end, you're gonna see a right. film differently because of it. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes them difficult. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. Well, hopefully we don't wait as long for our next trying to think. We'll do our next. Really yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like them. Start thinking about it. Yeah, we will. Um, I think I have you next. Yeah, I do. Because I just have, yeah. <laughs> It's only one other option. Yeah. <laughs> so last week we're we, giving ourselves something. <laughs> last week we threw down a challenge for the best question. Oh yeah, we did. Oh it's boy. Fan box time, isn't it? It's fan box time, isn't it? It's fan box time. It's fan box time. I saw this question yes. and gosh, dude, this might be an episode question. I thought of mine right away. All right. So Eric wrote in. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Eric. Eric actually wins by default because he was the only person to write in a question. Let's be real, though. I did not tweet nor post anything on Instagram because of the potential of this episode going long. Here's the deal. And I don't want it to. <laughs> every every episode, there's a potential for our listeners to give us a good question. It's not limited to the, just this week. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if you think of a good question, you're not too late. Submit it anyways. Send it in. Um, our friend Eric asks who is your dream podcast guest and why and i want to start with luke oh i didn't, I didn't know about this one oh, i only saw, I only saw yeah, the other there's one there's two questions there's two questions um, hmm. well let me start with tyler then give you a minute that common conroy already so. <laughs> we've interviewed him he's been a guest kind of who is my dream podcast guest? And why? I do have an answer. I'll go first. Okay. Me. I want to be on the guest <laughs> on oh another person's podcast. <laughs> like, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Okay. Is that a, is that a cheat answer? I think it's a cheat answer, but whatever. Okay, I'll think, of, I'll think of an answer. This... <laughs> okay, so I have one because my dream podcast guest is specifically for this podcast, for our podcast. Well, I would hope so. Well, you could be like, I I mean, the way the question is phrased, you could be like, I want to interview or Tony Romo because he's a football player. Stop I, it's it. an example. Calm he's down. He's a cowboy. Calm down. I would not interview Tony Romo. But do you see my point? Sure. Can't believe you used a cowboy player. <sighs> Alex Smith then. Sure. Okay. Okay. My dream podcast guest would be Ryan Johnson. Of course it would. I because knew you were going to say that as soon as sick. you said that. <laughs> because I think it would just be interesting with our difference of opinion to be able to down and sit down and civilly talk to him about, A, not only his career, because he went from real small indie. I mean, most, most directors do, but he vaulted really quickly after being just kind of like a quick little indie darling to... Here's a big budget movie that, you know, yeah. is with a franchise that the world loves. Good luck. I just love to see that, like, talked with him about that process of 
creating that and how that's changed him as a, as an artist. That would be interesting. I would love to be on it. Actually, I'd love to meet. Yeah, him. no, that's the awesome. thing. I think all yeah. of us would love to have that conversation. Yeah, I don't. I don't say it just because. Because it's Star Wars and yeah. it's Last Jedi. I, I say it because I think there's legitimately a watch, cool watch, conversation. Watch him be on the show. He walks in and be like, "So, what did you guys think of Last Jedi?" <laughs> <laughs> don't don't ask that question yet. <laughs> that's probably what I'd say. You would, yeah. That's what I said on our review a year and a half ago, or two years ago, or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I stand by that review <laughs> wholeheartedly. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> this, this is a hard question for me because I don't want to give like a. I think right now, like if I was to choose one, to be Taron Egerton because oh, that's, sure. I've been watching his movies. But um, honestly, and this is, it's a weird answer, um, but because I, sorry, Brett, this might be weird for you. I enjoy listening to Brett talk about film mm. in general. Um, I find it fascinating in the way you understand it. I think it would be really cool to have Scott Derrickson on yeah. and to let you pick his brain and I just sit here and listen. <laughs> because, I, like, I I don't know how to do all this stuff. Like, I think it would be cool to hear you guys talk about the technical aspect, the side of story writing. Like, all that stuff would be so cool to me. And I, I think it would be fun. Or Robert Cargill, or yeah. any any of those guys you're a big fan of. Scott would also be high on my list in yeah. terms of like I, a director who I really like, and I'd love to just, like you said, pick their brain. There's two others that come to mind: Jordan Peele, because mm-hmm. again, he's oh hilarious. Gosh. One, two, <laughs> he's exploded into film. Yeah, and then Michael Blum, mm. the dude who makes a lot out of nothing. Yeah. Because reading that article about how he makes movies was just insane to me. Mm. Yeah, all of mine are based. It'd be nice to dive like into his process, like why he decided to do right. Like what made you go that route? Like why why one film location? Why never go above three million (laughs) dollars? Yeah, Um, but if I was picking one for me, I would choose Denzel Washington. (laughs) Uh, Because that would be sick. So I I, I, th- I thought of one pretty much immediately after I said or Zack Snyder. <laughs> that would be interesting. That, it would be oh, cool. It would be interesting. Right? Like, that would be awesome. It would be super interesting because I, I bet I bet we would all come out of that being like, man, Zack Snyder's a pretty cool dude. Probably. Sure, well, like, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, give me the freaking Snyder cut. <laughs> Luke would be out there paying for billboards after that. Like, what was your vision? And he tells Luke his story, and he's like. Like, we need billboards in Kansas. This is the greatest movie I've never seen. <laughs> like, it would just take such a weird turn. I'd I grab just... my DVD Blu-ray of Justice League and go and burn it. And be like, this is garbage. Give me the real one. You'd be out there picketing with the rest of them. <laughs> All right. Well, Save the birds. I chose a lot. I'm sorry. but um, The one I thought was James Gunn. Ooh, oh, that'd be fun. That would be. I, I've, I followed him on Instagram and Twitter. He's just one of us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Except he's way smarter, way more creative, cooler. Yeah. So not really one of us. <laughs> but like he's nerdy like us. Like yeah. pretty much all of his films are genre. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And like he's, and he was he's in made a band. the small ones like all the way down from like Super and Slither. Yeah. All the way up to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two and now like the Suicide Squad, I think is just gonna be his biggest one so far. Oh yeah. So like I just, be awesome. I'd like to dive into his mind because he's got a lot of weird stuff he likes to do. And, That's yeah. true. He was in a band. 
at one point. Plus, he's just a fun guy. Yep. James Gunn. It'd be cool to talk to him about the whole Disney fallout and yeah. the repair process in that relationship. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I think I think it'd be interesting. It'd be a lot of fun. Agreed. We could do this the whole time. We could literally talk about people we would want to interview. and <laughs> Yeah. James Wan. I do think, though, although back to my original answer, that didn't count. I do think it'd be really fun if, like, one of us could go on another podcast. And... We'll arrange it for you, Luke. No, not just me. One of I'll change it to one of us go on somebody else's show. Maybe, maybe we'll meet another some other podcasts at Air Capital Comic Con. That's right. Where we'll be. <laughs> I can never remember the name of it. Oh. Anyways, that's why Air Capital <laughs> Comic Con. I threw that ball to you, not knowing you. Uh, you needed to catch it. Yeah, you? I was like, is that for me? Or is that for you? I was looking down. It was Ruth William. <laughs> if I don't see you, I don't. Yeah. Know so if you didn't know, if you didn't hear last week, we'll be at Air Cap. Uh, Comic Con November 10, oh, 16 and 17. 16 and 17. Um, we have a panel the sat the Saturday of the 16th. Yep, 11 a.m. Central Time. I mean, yeah. So in the room. In the room. I don't know what it's called yet. Someone's the, gonna have to man our booth. We'll have people. We'll get some backup. Yeah. But um, that's gonna be. If you're around, come check it out. Yeah, we're kind of figuring out what we're gonna talk about. We have some ideas. Yep. We have an idea. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, I'm really excited. And I'm nervous. I'm nervous. So. Yep, I'm excited too. This is our moment, I'm not guys. nervous yet, but I will be once we sit down up there with Listen, the bottle of water. You guys are not the ones who just ramble and spill something <laughs> out that you shouldn't say. You guys are thinkers. We'll bring our Some bell. of us just vomit words <laughs> out and immediately regret it. Just... <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, makes me so happy. You'll do great. I do my best. You'll and my elementary school taught me it was on the wall. If you do your best, you won, which is the biggest lie they ever taught me. Is it? Maybe the one that they taught me. You can win yeah. personally, probably but you not didn't the... win. Probably not the biggest like lie Eddie in the, the world. Like Eddie the Evil won but... personally. He lost pretty badly. <laughs> yeah, he did. He got 58th out of 58th place. That's um, pitiful. <laughs> if you can't come, or if you... We won't have all of our merch there, but you can find our merch online. Did you know? We have a little Look Teespring that. store. Look at that sexy podcast shirt. It's uh, teespring.com backslash stores backslash with the fanboy. What? So we've got some shirts up there. Got some... Podcat mugs. Yes. Um, I think we're. My goal is to have like a nice little how uh, not Halloween, but uh, a holiday themed stuff up it soon. Really? Soon. Oh. So be on the lookout. Can for we that. make a pod turkey shirt? Yes. <laughs> absolutely, we can. That's, I'm still. I'm. I'm still waiting for the upside down pizza shirt too. Oh. We need a, we Ooh, need a, Zombieland 2 is just it's just pizza. It's a, it's a delicious pizza. Normal is it a pizza. cheese or a pepperoni? It's pepperoni, it's a delicious pizza. It's basic, but it's good. It's good. It's, it's good. Not, it's your good pizza. You yeah. eat it and you go, mm, mm. I like pizza. Mm. Um, I need to bring back that review system. Yeah. I love it. The pizza system? <laughs> if you haven't seen our latest or listened to our latest uh, movie commentary yet, that is up um it, we did robin hood men in tights <laughs> yes. it was great Good i love that movie i went to best buy this weekend and 
I turned the corner into the movie section and there was the Mel Brooks collection. Oh, nice. And I was like, this is too fresh on my mind. I'm going to buy it. I didn't do it. I walked away, guys. You'd be proud of me. Oh, no. I'm ashamed. (laughs) You guys have them all. I don't think I have one. What's in the collection? Doesn't matter. I can't we, we can move yeah. on. We can move Are on. Are we not doing the pentathlon question? <laughs> <laughs> I need to write that one out. Okay. I think we're going to save that for... We'll save that one for next week. Okay. Man. Yeah. Eric had another question. I was question ready for that one. <laughs> that was really good that... I need to write that one I out. I had though. not thought out very well, and so I did not write it down on the things to talk about this week. I had... This is why we should have like a planning meeting before our nah. we start recording. We'll, I like it when we don't. <laughs> we should. I like it when we're all over the place and dysfunctional. Um, for those of you who Fits have more. stuck with us live, um, we will have a Star Wars, the last. Nope. The last. <laughs> the, rise, the last one. The rise of Skywalker. Uh, we'll have a trailer reaction. It'll be a separate thing. T minus yeah, so, one hour. Um, oh. We'll get that recorded and uploaded here tonight. Like I said, I don't know how that stuff works. For those of you listening on the podcast. Go find it on our YouTube channel. Find it on the YouTube. YouTube. YouTube.com backslash whatthefanboy. And let us know what you think in the comments. Yes. Ooh, Are you excited up. for Star Wars? Are you not? Let's answer that question right now. Yes. It's not November yet, so no. Oh. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> well, we're going to sign off, and we're going to go watch this trailer, because it's, it's here, and we'll see you all next week. Thanks for Bye. joining us. Bye. Bye, everybody.